0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Games Group. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, everyone. Justin Davis. Scoop. And Ryan McCaffrey is here this week. Good to be back. Good to have you back, Ryan. We are, once again, uh, we're going to be looking at some of your previous work for OXM. We have the January 2008 issue to flip through, which has Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on the cover and lots of fun stuff inside. Ooh, we'll I'm looking forward
1: to that. That'll be because uh, yeah. that was that was really the that was I mean, like peak Xbox yeah. time in 2008 that point
0: in history. Yeah, yeah. Xbox going to be good. 360 is firing it on all cylinders, and it was a really fun time to be working in this industry too. Just because there were so many great games coming out, lots yeah. of fun events to go to. That was a really good time. Those three uh, red lights. Remember those? Those three red lights. Yeah. Of course. Uh, we're also going to be talking about what in the heck is going on at Ubisoft. I don't. They just can't seem to get a game out the door these days. <clears throat> it's been it's been years now that there's just been sort of all this turmoil happening at Ubisoft, and they're one of the mm-hmm. biggest publishers in the world. So I'm just I'm very surprised for at, now. Well, yeah, for, <laughs> for now. But first, I just wanted to share real quick. Last week I went to Disneyland. My first week nice. to Disneyland. Took the kids. We went to Edge. What Star you been Wars. riding? We went to yeah. What <laughs> the rides were riding? Uh, went to yeah. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is very cool. And I rode Rise of the Resistance. Uh, Ryan, have you been to Galaxy's Edge and ridden Rise of Resistance?
1: Not only have I been had the pleasure, but Damon, when uh, I'm a major Disneyland fan, and when okay. when Disneyland reopened, because you know it was it was closed for such a long time uh, during the pandemic, I, I collected a, some fellow Disneyland super fan nerds like myself at IGN, and we actually put together a little. Uh, we we did our collective Top ten list for the California ride, so Disneyland yeah. and California Adventure, and on every single ballot, it was unanimous. Rise of the Resistance was ranked number one. It is, in oh my, my opinion, God. Damon, and I want to hear what you thought of it because, in my opinion, it is the greatest ride Disney has ever done. Period. It's what
2: about day. those teacups, man? They spin. <laughs> they play that one song
0: all day. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I and I don't I'm not like an expert on on Disney or Disneyland or anything, but it's definitely the coolest like ride I've ever been on easily. It's amazing. You've probably heard that Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. is very cool. Whatever level of cool you have in your mind for what that is, it's better than that. It's so cool. It's so amazing. And, and it's go, awesome.
1: Go in spoiler free too. If, if,
0: yeah, you know, I, don't I let anybody
1: ruin it for you. Like it's, it's yeah. best just being experienced I mean, if you get
0: the chance. <laughs> of course we are showing a lot of footage here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I knew nothing of what to expect going into it. Uh, other than that, it was supposed to be good. And I was absolutely blown away. I mean, and, and this sounds snarky. I don't mean it snarkily. It's the best star Wars thing that Disney has produced like easily. It's great. <laughs> Did you, uh, Whoa. was there any, Andor is pretty good. It was <laughs> very, very good and very good.
2: Was there any BS with, um, you know, the new passes
0: systems and rides? Like could you, I know it was a rainy day. So did you get in easily? We, we, yeah, we did. It was actually pouring for like the first hour we were there. And I was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know about this, but then it stopped. Uh, no, we got to we avoid went, the teacups. Then we went with seasoned, Disneyland experts who knew exactly where to go, uh, what to do, and we just followed them around the whole time.
1: I, I want to ask you off air Damon because it's a spoiler no. thing, which ending you got. So we'll we'll talk about that oh, after we're okay. done.
0: Interesting, cuz I know there's there's the other one the, the Millennium Falcon ride that has uh, you can like Mhm. There's a couple different different roles and stuff, right? Yeah. That one, we wrote that one first, and I was like, wow, that was really cool. But then we did Rise of the Resistance, you're like, oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I'll I'll be (laughs) Scoop Nation, we're all close here. I was like getting choked up. It was just so awesome. It's so so good.
1: It is. You know what it is, Damon? This is the way I would categorize it. Tell me if you agree. Yeah. It's so the Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's Run, Mm -hmm. feels like the Imagineers at Disney were given. A, a very strict uh, schedule saying you just, mm. you got to get this done by opening day of galaxy's edge. Yeah. And they produced a ride within those probably difficult constraints. And it's a good ride. Yeah. But rise the resistance to me feels like the Imagineers were given a blank check and <laughs> yeah. told, go make the best ride you can <laughs> possibly make. And I, and cause it just, it feels like there was nothing held back from that ride there were like no corners cut at
2: all aren't you guys mad that the tron light cycle ride <laughs> was only announced for florida though
3: <sighs> oh, yeah we yeah. could
2: it's that is uh that is a bummer and
1: uh there's the new the ride that
2: nobody wanted but
1: us <laughs> <laughs> the new guardians of the galaxy roller coaster oh. <laughs> uh at, oh yeah at that's also true. at disney world i had a chance mm-hmm. that we went to disney world this past summer for the first time that is, it's like Space Mountain 2.0, and I'm so yeah. mad that we're not going to get it here in California. Yeah, I want to
2: do that, too. Oh. The well, I'll be at Disneyland in March, and so I can't wait. I, I will refuse to do anything but make sure that we do the trip around that, because I haven't been to the Star Wars area at all. Yeah, And, and Sam, uh, the, the,
1: the new ride in, in, um, in the, the kid area in the back, Toontown, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway oh, wow. Railway will be open yeah. by the time you go. I got to ride. That's that's also in Florida, and it that's was cool. It's really good. Like, wow. definitely don't
0: skip that one. Is there a Spider Man ride now too? Yeah, it's, in California yeah. Adventure. In California Adventure, yeah. I thought that and one was just skip- okay, skippable. It's yeah. it's Connect
1: two I mean three <laughs> It's actually yeah, it, it absolutely. It's you are doing this, and it is just using cameras to to sense you doing it. It's it yeah. is uh, Xbox fans will be will have a good chuckle when they ride that ride. Yeah, yeah that's funny.
0: Uh, the Guardians Ride at California Adventure is also super fun. That was really, Absolutely. really good too. Um,
2: yeah, not the Guardians Ride at, at Disneyland,
0: though. Oh, you're saying said, the, said, the
2: elephant. Well, I, just, I never got to go in the Twilight Zone version of that, so I'm a little disappointed. Oh. It's still in Florida, Sam. It's still Tower of
1: yeah, Terror. I know. I'm in know. Florida,
2: so you got to get out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, before we get into the big topic this week, I just want to know, Sam, are you still playing Elden Ring?
2: Well, let me tell you, Damon. Okay. Uh on my <laughs> lunch break uh 45 minutes ago, I beat Renala, Queen of the Full Moon.
0: Wow. Okay. That 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 one took me that might have, that was one of the harder fights for me.
2: Yeah. So that one was uh uh there's like a, a round and then a boss round, right? Is that what you're you're yeah. thinking of? Yeah. A round yeah, and so then that, the boss. Yeah, so that that first round like sucks. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But uh but just cuz you have to wait you have to wade through it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. So I I don't know what I'm gonna do from here though because I know there's other games coming out and it's like it has its claws in me enough that I can play it more. But like, mm. am I gonna rather play Dead Space? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, mm. you still have a couple more weeks before Dead Space comes out, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I I mean, I I, I guess I want to. I'll play some more. But anyway, so I'm I'm at the point where like I can do. Um, I I know what I'm doing. Like mm. I can I can hold my own. But when I go around that world and explore, I'm like this is fun. I like exploring the world, but if I engage with anything, anything, it probably kills me. And I don't think that's a great way to explore a game. But it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like it's like one hit kills too. I'm like why well, didn't even get a chance to like use my new thing that I'm now good at, like rolling well or something. It's just like it's bullshit. It's it's like it's like the first time I played Metal Gear Solid Three, and everybody's like, "This is the best game ever made." And I was like, "These menus are ridiculous, y'all." And then I had to force myself to play it forever, and I understand it now, but I still think it's ridiculous. It's not it's not a great game, but like, yeah, it's it's this is a, this is the best version of three D Castlevania that will ever exist,
0: I imagine. It's mm, a good way to put it. But I want two D Castlevania, frankly. Well that um uh, that legacy dungeon that you just finished, I think that was my favorite one, maybe. That's the one that I enjoyed. Mm. That was a With cool the, one. There's a lot of rooftop magic stuff, and yeah, yeah the, the the
2: horrible masked magic users—they're yeah. terrible. Yep, all those the, the guillotine creature, which you're not even supposed to kill because it doesn't give you anything
0: and it doesn't even help. Well, that means you. So you went up the, the, the path for the big boulders rolling down.
2: Yeah, I did the you part. Know. I went. what you get to lead that NPC. Out Is that what you did? That was that's, I did only because you told me that it was yeah. possible. Yeah. It, it, I, I probably get hit by the ball twice as much as it did, but. It didn't <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Well, okay. It's a funny game.
0: Our big topic this week Ubisoft just canceled three more unannounced games and delayed Skull and Bones again. This is the sixth time they've delayed it. <coughs> I can't believe it was supposed to be out in, what, March, I think. Uh, it got a re- originally got a release date for November, delayed into this year, now just delayed again until sometime in its fiscal year. 23,
2: 24. Ubisoft's release schedule is the Elden
0: Ring of release schedules. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Impossible boss fights. They said this all happens amid um, major challenges in the industry and the underperformance of Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope and Just Dance 2023. Now it's unfortunate that Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope uh, underperformed because that game is fantastic. It's better than the original and the original was already great. I'm not, I don't think Ubisoft should be very uh, surprised that to hear that uh, Just Dance is underperforming. Though you gotta, it's Just Dance's I mean, moment is over. Oh, it's over.
4: But I, th- I think it's one of those. Like I think it sells millions every year, just kind of quietly, right? Like it's just a little bit of a blind spot for all of us. Although I own, I own one of them on the Switch, and my family likes it well enough. But you know. I like I I have other points I want to make about this but I'm always really curious or like I just like when companies announce that they canceled unannounced games it's just like uh, oh okay like I it's just such a weird like it's just such a weird thing to say it's like yeah, oh it's weird oh I don't know. All right. I like, mean, thanks, for le- thanks for thanks I mean, for letting us know.
2: Yeah, you could say nothing, but I guess no. they're like, but we've. Been, I guess they're kind of saying we've been working really hard, and we're not canceling beyond good and evil. That's yeah. that's my yeah. subtext. like, yeah. I
1: guess or like we're working, out working out really hard. Or, ever? ever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never. No, or it's, it's a little just bit posturing of posturing like for shareholders. It's just saying, hey, we're not going to be sinking resources into some of this other stuff anymore. So we're going to be smarter with our money. At least theoretically, yeah. that's the message they're
4: trying <laughs> to say. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also a little bit of like, you know, they're going to have nothing for a while. And that's why <laughs> they can they can point yeah. back to that point.
0: Well, it's just it's been this way for uh, I think, since the start of this console generation, they were there for the at launch. They had Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then that Greek mythology game, w- of which I can't uh, Immortals. Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Phoenix Immortals, Rising. Phoenix Rising. They have formerly gods and monsters. That's right. That's right. And then last year, they really just had Far Cry. Six, Six, I think, which was good enough. And then <coughs> early this year, they launched um, uh, some sort of, a, is it Rainbow Six Extraction? Is that one?
1: Oh, yeah. God, I al- I already forgot about yeah. that game. Yeah,
0: I forgot about that one. And then this fall, they just had Mario Plus Rabbids and, and Just Dance. So it's just, they've been really quiet this whole generation. And they have all these games that they've announced. Of Of course, Skull and Bones, which we've been waiting forever for. They have new Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is supposed Mm -hmm. to be out later this year. And then the Japanese Assassin's Creed, which is like codenamed Jade, I think.
2: As part of some kind of Assassin's Creed
0: platform. Yeah, exactly. Assassin's Creed Infinity, which we still don't know a lot about. They have Beyond Good and Evil 2, of course. They have their announced Star Wars game, which we don't absolutely nothing about. Massive. Other than it, um, you know... Supposedly exists, and then they had their Avatar game, which was supposed to be out mm-hmm. last fall, and then they got delayed until sometime, maybe probably later this year. Got, gotta
2: be a this year game.
0: Right? Like Ubisoft has over twenty thousand employees, and for comparison, both Electronic Arts and Activision Blizzard have about ten thousand each. Wow, so they're twice as big as these other publishers. And yeah. like, what's going? Like, what's everybody doing? What are they working on? I mean, Well, I've said it,
4: I've said it on Scoop before that, like, I just feel like I get worried about like, it just, it's feeling like impossible to make big AAA video games anymore. Like it's just getting harder and harder and the level of resources required. Like, you know, Ubisoft has these Frankenstein studios where a thousand people across, you know, multiple continents in multiple, you know, different countries all band together to make an Assassin's Creed game. And like, I I, like my image is that it was always kind of like teetering on the brink. And like now is maybe kind of like fallen over a little bit. Like COVID COVID did a number on like the pipelines required to make big AAA games and just the disruption to that workflow. Um, And I don't know that any of that's true. That's just like my speculation of like, like we, the number of like Far Cry six came and went. And like, I think IGN liked the game well enough, Damon, I think you like the game well enough, but it's not, these games aren't like, the number of AAA games that come out and are bad is higher than it's ever been. Um, You know, cyberpunk is the highest profile example, but a decade ago or 15 years ago, it was not very common for a big AAA game to be bad. They hit like a minimum quality threshold of like, they were going to be okay at the least. And like, I feel like we're seeing, we're just, we're seeing like the cracks a little bit in like, in in what big high budget AAA video game development looks like now,
1: yeah, Justin, I don't I don't know if I would quite agree with bad, but I think what I would how I would characterize it is there's just there's so many games all the time, even with how long these AAA games take that good a good game comes out, but good isn't good enough. You have to be amazing to stand out from the crowd, and so the good games come and. They just come and go. They get forgotten because there's a great game to play. So it's, it's just a, and the, you know, the risk, the risk is so high, uh, given the, you know, in terms of the amount of money that it's being sunk in. It's yeah. I mean, Damon, I will say you did leave out the splinter cell remake. Yep. Yeah. I I got to shout that out Mm -hmm. as our resident splinter cell super fan. As far as we Mm -hmm. know, that's still in development and unfortunately still very early Mm -hmm. in development. Uh, and then, boy with Skull and Bones that, that that they're going for the Duke Nukem crown at this point yeah. for, for length of time in development yeah uh which is not a good thing
0: i like that they said this is a the quote from the the all this announcement they said we have decided to postpone Skull and Bones release in order to have more time to showcase a much more polished and balanced experience and to build awareness i don't think that part's the problem i don't think awareness <laughs> is the problem i think Gamers are well aware of this game. Well, if you
2: cancel it a few <laughs> more times, it becomes notorious, and then that's a good marketing campaign.
1: Well, so I'll get serious for a second. Like if, so Ubisoft they are clearly struggling. Their stock price is the lowest it's been in. in so some, I, some, I read something like years, five yeah. years or, or whatever it is. I wonder if if the Activision Blizzard deal. Does not is not able to go through for Microsoft for whatever reason, and it would be like a regulatory reason or you know, a legal FTC situation. I wonder if Microsoft might try to swoop in and, and buy low on Ubisoft because there are so many good IPs there, and quite frankly, a lot of talent as well. You know, you mentioned 20,000 employees, which is a lot for certainly the output that they're doing, but I, I have to wonder if, uh, if Microsoft, if that's their plan B, should Activision Blizzard. <coughs> not go through
4: yeah or somebody like it's gonna get cheap enough that like someone's gonna have to sniff around them some other big yeah. company
0: yeah but the weird thing about that is that up, up until just a couple of years ago ubisoft was actively trying to fight off a hostile takeover right yeah right that was a good little while ago right now right that was that yeah, was long enough, bendy enough way back yeah, yeah. I, I also wonder... forgot to mention the um prince of persia stands a time remake that got delayed that's into right. the void that's right Mm-hmm. And With last- all of these
2: game delays, like you'd think there'd be like a year soon in which there's just a banner year for Ubisoft, but then they would need to make sure this doesn't happen again by making a bunch of games, of which they canceled three that might come out in five years today, which is mm-hmm. like, that's, that's not great. It's not a, not a good series of dominoes that's falling. Yeah.
1: Damon, I hope I'm not stepping on your toes here, but can we address Yves Guillemot's, the CEO's statement? Yeah, I was were get you
0: getting to that? To that too, where he said the ball's in your court. <laughs> Which is like, it's like I what? mean, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so it's, crazy. It's, we have a management issue. Yes. And it's
3: like, yeah.
1: and I, you know, how high you want to go on that, whether, you know, whether you want to hold the CEO accountable, or I guess the better question is, I mean, yes, you hold the CEO accountable, but how far down on the the management layer? Do we do we hold studio heads accountable? I mean, Microsoft's mm. been going through this a little bit with. Uh, you know we we three four three and and the Halo franchise has struggled for a while and we just saw a shake up at the top of that studio not too long ago and so yeah it's the the if I'm working at Ubisoft and I'm toiling away on whichever project it is whether it's one of these three unannounced games that was canceled or whether it's one of the whether it's Skull and Bones that's been in development forever or one it's one of these other ones if I hear my CEO say that that it's up to me to work harder to get like, well, hold on. (laughs) Wait a second here. I'm doing my part. You can't manage for shit. What is the problem? It's not me. It's you. Yeah, that so statement's
4: I, so incredible. Like, and I know like tough. look, like it's it's a company of 20,000 people. Like, no, it's not Eve Gammon's fault that like no, these games are right. being canceled and delayed. But like but the statement of like yes. everyone's just going to need to work a little bit harder and a little bit faster. It's
0: like like dude, it's like, like he, read the room. It's like his the words were the balls in your court. Like what what are you going to be doing, Eve? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just the tone deaf yeah. nature of it was just like so jaw dropping to me. Me.
1: And, and I want to circle back for a second on just t- to kind of remind everybody. I know Ubisoft has kind of been a little bit of the butt of a joke in the industry for a while, in the sense of not that their games are bad, but in the sense of, oh, you know, they just make the Ubisoft game or it's a checklist and all this. But we are not far removed from Ubisoft being one of the most creative pub- major publishers on the planet. I mean, when they had the Tom Clancy franchises all singing, I mean, mm-hmm. Ghost Recon has had, I mean, it's had its ups and downs, but that's a great IP. Uh, Rainbow Six, to their credit, that is one of their their staples right now. Rainbow Six Siege has been, has succeeded immensely as a, effectively a live service game now. It came out in 2015. The game's seven years old. I reviewed the initial version of it for IGN <laughs> uh, way back then and but you know splinter cell has used to be a pinnacle of of innovation like it just turned the stealth genre on its head and you had stuff like valiant hearts you had south park the stick of truth uh this is a company that there is so much creativity in there and it's just as a player i feel like we're not seeing any of it and and now and that's where i hold management
2: accountable not the development teams
0: yeah yeah there's
2: they're a huge I mean, company. to me, it, it says it says that he's that his statement seems to be indicating that delays and undelivered games are the result of studios. <clears throat> and he's like saying, you guys got to get your act together, which is wholly unfair. But I think that's his state of mind is that he's like doing like a, a tough love thing because some of that is, a, is out of his control. He can't just say ship the game. I mean, the studios have to make the games, and they're not making them, right? They're not. They're not done. Yeah,
4: it's hard. It feels. I circle back to. I mean, you name dropped Halo Infinite, which I loved. Halo Infinite, and I think it deserved all the praise that it got. Yeah. But you know, there's no denying that that game didn't make the mark that like you know Microsoft really wanted. It kind of came and went, as you phrased it, Ryan. And like you know, and and it's been troubled post launch, right? Like it just feels. It feels and maybe it's maybe it's always been this hard and been this impossible, but it just it feels like it's so hard to be in that highest upper echelon of like game development these days. Whereas you have I don't know why this company just popped into my head, but like a super giant making like Hades, like that feels like the place maybe you want to be not on like, you know, this quadruple A like, you know, we're going to work on some impossibly beautiful 4K 60 FPS game for seven years and then. You know, and then hope it's good and people like it. And I don't know how sustainable that is. Yeah, unless yeah. you're rock star,
1: then you know, then sure. you can pull it off. You have two of the biggest IPs on the planet, but yeah, you're right. It's like if you're not yep. in that, it's getting. I guess is is it fair to say maybe to put it another way, the industry is getting more and more top heavy every year. Mm.
4: Yeah, I think so too, you know, or even like the games that we don't I, like there was games like I don't know like Perfect Dark was announced how many years ago <laughs> does that game exist and like, you know, maybe it's coming out this fall and I'm going to eat my words, but it's like it's I feel like there's more yeah. that, well, I know, but like, I'm just saying like we don't know. Like there's more games than ever that like, oh yeah, what happened to that? That was supposed to be a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um Ryan was alluding to Ubisoft's reputation. which, you know, it's so- probably de- deserves but like i actually like the ubisoft formula i like open world games where you have to collect a lot of things and check things off <laughs> the map and craft new you know a, a new arrow bag that can hold more arrows i like doing all that so i i, yeah. I miss i miss you know a good you know strong uh, uh, ubisoft game like assassin's, assassin's creed odyssey and far cry three four five i like all those games
3: and yeah, so their
2: right, so like their most formulate game, Assassin's Creed, they've shaken that up in cool yeah. ways. Like the yeah. pirate version of it was very different, and then now they have a complete different combat system that's more like, I guess, like a Souls game. Like it's it's really cool how they how they've been doing that.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, Sam, I think it's fair to say they reinvented Assassin's Creed, hundred percent, very very successfully. Yeah, yeah I, Although I
2: mean, I think they'd be trepid- maybe the trepidation. They they might not do that again anytime soon. It might be samey for a while now. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean the. To me, the the easy wins, not that it's easy to make games, but they own, they wholly own the Tom Clancy game IP. Mm-hmm. And you, Ghost Recon, okay, Rainbow Six is chugging along, that's fine. Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, those are the areas. I mean, What was the flying game? War, Warhawks? What was it? What was it called?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, Hawks. And, and yeah. even Rainbow Six, though, like Siege is awesome, but the market would surely love a, a single-player and co-op-focused new Rainbow Six game that, that could be, you know, like a four-player PvE kind of thing. The, the, the Clancy stuff, I feel like, is, is just right there for, for some team in Ubisoft to, to go and do and really, you know, bring back to the forefront the way that they were in their early the original Xbox days. And I mean, I, I know they're taking those steps. They're kind of taking baby steps with Splinter Cell doing the remake, and that's great. But yeah, I don't understand how like Ghost Recon has been languishing for a while. And, and I do think there's room. You know, they tried the Rainbow Six extraction. They tried to branch out there. It didn't work. But mm-hmm. go back to single player tactics, like first yeah. person, four player, tactical, uh, you know, first person shooter. Right. It's it's there. They can they could totally crush Remember them. how
2: they were supposed to be like paragons of sharing assets and that was gonna like change the way they were able to like pump out games like oh, yeah. across the ideas?
4: I, I always thought that was EA. Maybe it was both. Yeah, it was Joseph yeah.
0: Gordon Levitt, right, coming out of E three.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and you know they've been chasing the free to play dragon very unsuccessfully with uh the what is it? Is it Defiant Tom Clan that the, that's their that was their last Clancy experiment where they were throwing mm. all the Clancy stuff into one free to play oh, multiplayer yeah. shooter and it's like that. What's the sword and uh, board
2: game that, that had a long life? Did for you? honor. For honor yeah, for and then the division also, right? Two division that, games. Yep.
4: The that roller derby
2: game. Oh yeah. Did that come out?
3: Apparently I it's very know. good. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like beta beta version or something.
0: Well, troubled times for Ubisoft. Uh, I hope they can get things back on track. But their if, year could look like Avatar and Assassin's Creed. Like
2: that's that could be. Yeah. In the Maybe so it's fall maybe the they re- could have a, the remake of Assassin's Creed also.
0: Yeah, actually, um, they had a quote about what they still have in the pipeline. Um, uh, they said they the investors were reassured that for the next fiscal year that starts in April, Ubisoft has Avatar. Assassin's Creed Mirage and other premium unannounced games, including a large one.
4: Ooh, okay. I like large premium unannounced games. Yeah, right. I, I prefer Would them you- announced though. Yeah.
1: I mean, even if Assassin's Creed and, and Avatar, if they both hit, then that's, then they're going to be fine this year for at least financially yeah. speaking. Um, Cause you know, they, they've got to be thrilled that, that avatar is doing great at the box office. They're like, "Okay, okay. great. Well, that great. means there's an audience for our game." So, yeah. and and the the one that big trailer that they put out uh, I don't remember when which showcase that was. It looked really good. So, hopefully that game turns out well.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. James Cameron's just-
2: going to be disappointed with its graphics. I can tell you that. <laughs> yep. Okay.
0: Well, let's go back to a time when Ubisoft was doing a lot of things right. January 2008, Rainbow Six, Vegas 2 graces the cover of Xbox official, the official Xbox magazine, which Ryan w- was working at at the time. We also have Assassin's Creed on the cover here, right, which would have just come out in fall of, of 2007. Got a 2008 blowout, and then uh, also an open letter to Microsoft, six changes that Xbox 360 needs for 2000.
2: It's tense. Tense, Ryan. How many of those did you write? <laughs> five or six? I,
1: well, yeah, I'm wondering if I'm curious how much of this stuff I wrote, because like I definitely remember covering Vegas, too. I don't know if I wrote this story or the review or both, but I guess we'll find out.
2: I hope you wrote the open letter. That's what
1: I hope. <laughs> I'll be able to tell. I know you're right. Now. I wrote. Yeah, I, I still do that at IGN. I write open letters totally open did, on IGN. 100 percent.
0: I've edited them. There is a, an ad for Mass Effect, which was already out at this time, right? That was a fall 2007, or just year? coming out.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I love that. Out in November. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is a good ad. Yeah.
2: And a great game. Okay. How the heck are we not getting great Mass Effects all the time? It's so nuts. <laughs> I know. Bioware
1: <laughs> lost their way for a while, and hopefully, yeah. they've rediscovered themselves.
4: Hey, we made one of the most beloved and well liked, just modern RPG franchises of all time. Should we make more? No? Nope. Alright. We're good with the trilogy? <laughs> okay. I guess they did make one more, and then and they sort of hosed that, you know, they had to write the ship out.: They've been well.
2: working on a Dragon Age for 20 years. Yeah, and Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah, and Mass Effect.
0: Uh, on I, the demos, I think the new ones are going to be good. Me too.
2: EA yeah, just disc- needs to cancel some
0: unannounced games to get those out. <laughs> on the demo disc, you had Virtua Fighter 5 Online, Frontline's Fuel of War. Don't remember that one. The oh, Simpsons it, game. what I
1: remember about that, real quick, Damon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty competent first-person shooter, but as I rec- if I, if that's the one I'm thinking of, it had a the single-player campaign was literally two hours long. Like I beat it wow. in one sitting. Hell yeah! Uh, wow. It, but it that's wasn't bad. It was fun. It just was I, was. I was like, really? That's it.
0: The Simpsons game that was the EA 3D Simpsons one. I remember going to an event for that. Project well, Gotham that, Racing is 4. That for the movie, maybe. Uh, well movie. it was around mm-hmm. the same time but it's not you know it, it, based on the movie it's just the really simpsons. there's not I, I don't think that game ended up being called the simpsons game i think so or maybe it's just the simpsons well the anyway, road rage is the one everybody loves yeah, yeah that i okay, don't yeah. remember which one this one is and they had nhl 2k8 and then you had xbox live arcade demos for exit and mutant storm empire i'm sure i played both of those but i don't remember either one
4: yeah i have exit on the psp it's really good it's a title game.
0: Um, and then you had a video of Tim Schaefer's Brutal Legend and Dark Sector. Art galleries nice. for Burnout Paradise. Golden Axe. Soul Calibur 4. Bionic Commando. Uh, kick things off with the, I think this is a preview for a, a new RTS uh, Supreme Commander. Oh, yeah. This was like a time when there were a lot of RTS games coming to Xbox 360. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
4: I mean, kind of. It was already past the RTS's prime, but they, it's like it goes through these ebbs and flows. Um, and, you know, like it was experiencing kind of the genre's first resurgence now. Um, and it would resurge a second time with StarCraft 2, But yeah. um, Supreme Commander is incredible. It's a great. Great game.
1: And Halo Wars was uh, kind of. Open the door, I would say. And then, yeah, you had some good stuff like like that one. And um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth 2 was really good on the mm-hmm. 360. Yep, yep it and was. Yeah. It on,
2: on Halo Wars is so it's fun. True. I love that game. I love how the Spartans functioned in it, it as like these OP little units. You know, yeah, it's it it is. just great. It, just, it taught well, me more on, about the Halo universe than any of the Halo games.
4: Yeah, so, and, and they're on Game Pass. It, it
1: mm-hmm. works because Halos originally started as a strategy game before Bungie oh, went,
0: oh, no, let's make this I, a first-person shooter. That. Yeah. So yeah,
2: yeah, it totally, it's all set up. That's why it works.
0: Yeah, the units are all kind of set that way, huh? In the meet the team section, they asked everyone, uh, what's your best dance move? Ryan, do you remember what your answer was? (laughs) No, (laughs) not (laughs) at all. He said, I have no dancing ability whatsoever. So I call my move the escapist, simply (laughs) described. Anytime I'm ever stuck on a dance floor, I create some kind of diversion, like throwing a rock at a window so that I can then sneak away like (laughs) Batman once nobody's looking at me.
1: That reads like. That reads like someone else just made that up for me. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if I wrote that
0: one. There's also a blurb from the meet the team provided by Mitch Dyer. Mitch Ooh, down here. Look at that. Yeah. Um, which is interesting here because he also there's also a letter from a Mitchell Dyer.
4: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit sus, I'm going to be honest. I, yeah I is space. it is it a, is it a coincidence i don't know i don't know um oh yeah i guess you in a previous issue there was a um an op-ed from guinness dyak on the eventual one console future mm. that ryan a lot of your readers were not big fans of <laughs>
1: <laughs> well fortunately that never happened so yeah i don't
2: like know that's Deck, you can play xbox and ps games on it
4: I used to have a, you know, a coworker pre IGN that would always rant about like a one console feature It's not going to be. It's going to be one platform. It's going to be like the VCR, or the DVD player. Or every and I'm like, I don't think so. He was insistent. <laughs>
1: Dennis did get a one two human future, though.
0: Oh, oh, that's all right, that, Dennis. Cold.
3: Um, he's, he's a nice guy.
0: What was Ryan, what was the OXM universe? Because we have a letter here. I'm
1: struggling to remember. It was some, I think it was some like game we were
0: trying to do on our disk every month, if I remember yeah. correctly. There's a letter about it. It says, I understand that someone put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into creating OXM universe. I appreciate their effort. The music is pretty good. The graphics are pretty good. The design is massively flawed and boring. Stick to reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just Whoa. don't know what it is. it is. It is something on the demo disk. I just don't know yeah. exactly what it was meant yeah, to be. Me.
1: Yeah, I, I, that's, uh, I haven't heard that. OXM Universe. I haven't heard those words together in a long time.
4: And I mean, it, I respect putting it in the magazine.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, just don't well, put that there. Yeah. <laughs> and then in, in, in your um, in your staff uh, credits here, the, the writing staff is listed under Dreamcast. The art staff is turbografx sixteen. The publishers are 3DO. Uh, the producers are Atari Jaguar. And then there's a separate segment for Neo Geo Pocket and Amiga. So someone was. Call trying,
1: we call those Easter eggs in the business. Amen. Because yes. <laughs> nobody <laughs> reads, though, it's that stuff. Uh, so, you know, just mix well, it I, up.
0: Talk I just it. read it. Thank you. You had a preview uh-huh. for Saboteur, which I, I, I could have sworn that game didn't come out, but it did. I it did. did. Yeah. What? No, I think it was pretty great. good, too. Yeah. Well, except it put yeah. Pandemic out of business, I think. Well. I oh,
3: I mean, is that true? <laughs> Whoops. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it was their last liked,
3: game.
0: Uh, man, I like the Saboteur.
4: I don't think I ever actually played it. It was like a totally competent, like, you know, B tier open world game.
1: Pandemic will always have a a soft, special place in my heart for Full Spectrum Warrior, which is a tremendous, awesome, unique
0: game. Uh, There's a preview of the original Dead Space, which would come out later that year. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for the remake. (laughs) uh, A preview of The Club. I don't remember The Club, but I remember Pirates versus Ninjas Dodgeball. Which do came you? from which came from Gamecock. This is the time oh. period of Gamecock in all those games. I remember oh, yeah. that
2: company name, but I don't remember. Are they just
0: like cheapo games that were downloadable? Is that what they were? They weren't all downloadable, but they're yeah. I mean they're I mean, their games Ouch. are all over the place. Mushroom men, do you remember Mushroom Men? They
4: mm-hmm. were kind of like they were a similar vibe to Devolver, but not yeah. as cool and good. Exactly. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, that's okay. true.
1: Yep, and the club, by the way, was uh, that was bizarre. The makers yep. of
0: Project Gotham Racing, they did a shooter. Yep. yep. Weird, really. Huh. Yeah. And then you have uh, your insert coin session. Would look at upcoming Xbox Live Arcade games, which include Aces of the Galaxy, Commanders, Attack of the Genos. I remember playing that one. That was a turn-based I, strategy one. I
2: believe I that was my first IGN
0: review. Wow. Okay. Commando Three from Capcom, a sequel to Commando. I don't remember that. I remember, it, yeah. I don't think I ever played it because Ijen gave it kind of like a six or something. But I, I do remember it coming out. And if you're confused about, well, where is Commando Two? Apparently, Com- Capcom considers Mercs to be Commando Two.
2: <laughs> I have to look sure, up we. if I
0: reviewed that game. I like, I like the Commando lore we're getting. Yep. Yeah, seriously. Uh, there was also Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix coming up. And then Legendary the Box. That was Ooh. another Gamecock game. Yeah, this this was a game
1: that had really neat potential, but I think we gave this OX. I think we gave it. Oh, I previewed it. Look at that. Uh, yeah. I think we gave this like a four when it came out. It just yeah, it didn't it didn't come together in the end.
2: Uh, I reviewed Attack of the Genos for IGN. I must have reviewed it for our uh, Arizona local paper.
0: Hmm. Yeah, IGN War. gave uh Legendary of the Box a 2. Ooh. Wow. What's in the box? And then there's a preview of Frontlines: Veil of War. <laughs> um Turning Point: Fall of Liberty. Oh, that That's was, another Ryan McCaffrey well, preview.
1: Yeah, another another awesome premise that just didn't pan out. Yeah, this was uh, Codemasters, as I recall. My memory Codemasters, yes. I believe so. Developed by Spark
0: Unlimited. Yeah,
1: an alternate history World War II game uh, where I think the Nazis
4: invade New York. But yeah, Mm -hmm. this didn't turn out well in the end either. Yeah, I'm increasingly of the opinion, like I was just talking about how like better and smoother games were 15 <laughs> years ago. It's like <laughs> it may have been a little bit of like rose colored glasses going on on my part. All these games look exactly the same and they all have the most generic names. And all the heroes are just like these these buzz headed, you yeah. know, Marines. And the yeah. color
2: palettes are a lot it's of brown. brown. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah.
4: the brown era. But, you know, yeah, to, the to your
1: point earlier, Justin, about... You know, we were talking about sort of the nature of the industry now, like this, this era, you still had those kind of double A games or B games that they could be good. They weren't all good. Like Turning Point didn't turn out to be good, but you could have these good games that weren't these, you know, $80 million behemoths.
4: Yeah. Yeah. The the middle, the middle is completely fallen out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is an ad for something called the Switchblade. It says, "Play World of Warcraft with an Xbox 360 controller." Why would you do that? Yeah, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> I mean, sure, I, but like, couldn't you? Haven't you always just but been able it's to just literally plug? not. It, it's, just, a, it's a different controller. I don't. Can't understand. you just plug your 360 controller into a PC? Haven't you always Maybe been not able back to do then? That? I don't know. Maybe not back then. Maybe not. I don't know what this device would be then. So it's just I an don't adapter. Know. Then I, don't I, I guess. Know. Weird.
3: Like, I thought
4: it was like its own thing. I, I, I don't know. Really that lie. made it sound like go back, go back, go back. It sounds like it's software.
0: Cutting Free software, download. Fully customizable. Play WoW in oh, yeah. comfort.
3: <laughs>
1: Weird. I guess it must trick WoW into recognizing the, yeah. a gamepad as a usable input device. Yeah.
0: Well, this is the biggest <laughs> two preview. It says words by Ryan McCaffrey. Oh, I did
1: write it. Okay. Yep. Which which meant I would have gone up to Ubisoft Montreal to see the game. That's how. Oh, cool. That was that's a far movie. for the course for a cover story. You always went and went to the studio.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big piece. Look I at love, that cover that story. Movie. Uh, an ad for a. Well, it's not really. I guess it's an ad. It's a, a heroic map pack. A heroic map pack. I mean, the Halo Three. Yeah, loved first all these three map packs. New maps. Mm-hmm. What was it? I, Standoffs, Rats, Nests, and Foundry.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, those three maps are not the best. But like, I love that era of like, I mean, I, I, you know, now it's sort of like new maps. You just get new maps in every game all the time. But back then it was like a whole thing, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Totally. Uh, A whole feature on where do rock band songs come from?
1: Definitely, yeah. I didn't even have to see the byline to know that was a Dan Amrick piece. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's an interesting topic. Yeah, that's cool. Add for Assassin's Creed, the original, it got a lot of good scores. I think it was like a seven out of 10 from IGN, yeah. but Games Radar gave it a 10. Official PlayStation magazine gave it five out of five and GamePro gave it five out of five.
4: I was going to say like, I feel like the original was a little bit like it didn't hit its stride till two. No.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And here's that feature, the real time revolution strategy games go from experimental to essential on Xbox 360 in 2008. Halo Wars, Universe at War, World in Conflict, End War, Civilization Revolution, Command and Conquer Three. Hmm.
4: Dude, do you remember how good Civ Rev was? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It was so good. Yes, agreed. I think I played all these RTS games on 360. Yep. <laughs> um, Xbox Now. Oh yeah, this is the review section. Reviews, so, yeah. Reviews for Assassin's Creed given 8.5. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good luck. Seen it. Lights, camera, action. I, got uh, we had,
1: I remember we, we had oh, fun man. with this ahead, when Dan era. was reviewing it. Yeah, this was a good time. This, this is like playing in the IGN office.
0: It's like a movie, like trivia game.
1: Yeah, right? with, with a with custom own, little buzzer
0: custom controller, controller. Yeah. yeah, that you see yeah. there on the yeah. page. The buzzer controller
4: is great. It was very like you don't know
0: Jack-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, it was made by, was, oh, published by Microsoft, developed by some WXP. Don't know. Pu- published by Microsoft? I would have yeah. never guessed that. This is a strange ad for Halo 3. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's an in-game screenshot of just Master Chief walking. It just says a hero need not speak when he's gone, the world will speak for him. That's but he it. does speak. <laughs> I guess I not know. much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Soldier Fortune Payback. Ryan, you got to do that one.
1: Oh, yeah. I really liked the originals from Raven that were EC yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, they, they were, as you'll, you guys will remember, they were kind of the first big games that, that really featured dismemberment, like. You could actually yeah. shoot different parts of the body. Yeah. and Yeah, uh, that was that was not always a thing in video games. And Soldier of Fortune was the first to really do that. And they really leaned into it. It was totally like this game probably wouldn't get made now because Soldier of Fortune is a gun magazine. So it's like that would that would not fly yeah. in today's society. And this this third one, this was like a super budget version that uh, it
0: was not good. Clearly, if you see from the four and a half, but the originals were good. I mean, the publisher is even Activision value. Yeah, which is not a great sign. <laughs> yeah. N Plus, I played a lot of Dude, that game on Xbox Live. Two. You guys There's gave a it a seven. The game. Didn't uh, that
4: new one come out not that long ago, like a couple years ago, I it's think? Up, it's, it's up to N Plus Plus now.
2: Right, yeah. Was that one of the early games that like would show all of the previous deaths you had in some way, like Super <sighs> Meat Boy did? so, it's something like
0: that. Maybe, yeah.
4: maybe the blood stayed in the stage after you died or something. Yeah.
0: And then a game called Screw Jumper, which I don't remember that one. Uh, Blackside Area 51. Dan Stapleton. Look at that. Down, we got gave it a Dan six. to review a game for OXM. Yeah. He
1: nice. gave it a six. Dan and picked then, up an Xbox controller. That's how
0: did we pull that off? Shallow, <laughs> shallow but mildly entertaining action. And then like last time, there's a ten page uh, sort of advertorial on, <coughs> on mobile games of, of, of the time. It's back. It's back. Hey, this
4: that CTIA. So that's I was running a mobile games website in this year in 2008. And that conference that they're talking about CTIA and all of these games. This was my world at that <laughs> era. What was I think I said, ma- ma- maybe I mentioned it last time that the way we would review those games is they will physically mail me a flip phone in the mail that was loaded up with like their six latest games. So I'd play them and review them and then ship the game
0: back, ship so- the phone back. Did CTIA just go away after like the iPhone arrived? Uh, I think it's I think it's still around. It's the Cellular Telecommunications
4: Industry Association, if I recall correctly. And they have a conference in like, you know, Vegas or San Diego or somewhere every year. I mean, you know, maybe not like I haven't been there in a decade, but it was just a big mobile games
0: trade show. I'm surprised even in 2008, how many um, mobile versions of AAA games were. It has Assassin's Creed. That's exactly what I was hoping like there's
4: these weird and I'm not saying the games are like good or worthwhile like nobody needs to like track them down or emulate them or play them. But it's like there's this weird parallel universe where there's like sprite 2D versions of Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell and all these games that like they're just fascinating. They're these fascinating sort of parts of history of like there's a pretty decent 2D sprite like it looks like an SNES
0: Uh, Assassin's Creed Creed does not look bad just from the screenshots. And then there's Guitar Hero Mobile. Yeah, well, that may have been (laughs) bad.
4: And again, the games, you know, whatever, they did their best. I, I just think that they're they're for how much people know about the lore and history of these games and where they come from. There's this whole like wing of that history that's just like borderline lost to the sands of time. They had a mobile version of Prey. Wow. Yeah uh that's human again. head
1: prey not the yeah the, the one that was sort of focused around uh, native american right. mm-hmm. culture yeah. i played the demo on xbox 360 that was that was a really good game actually and the <sighs> multiplayer did this like kind of mc escher-esque
4: stuff where yeah, it was it was that was a really good game the multiplayer did um portals
2: i think right exactly so, that breakout looks fun. Did these games, like, chug like crazy? Were they, like, framey crap games, or did they work? Uh, uh
4: a
0: little of both. Yeah. Okay, this there is uh, um, six resolutions for Microsoft by the staff. This is just by the OXM staff. So, uh, number one was fix the DRM glitch. And this was what, because your game is tied to, like, your one console. So, if you got a new I console... I don't remember... It was hard yes. to transfer your games over to the next console. I think that must have been. Well,
2: it. is that when they remember when they put out the hard drive transfer kit? You get a yes.
0: disc and a yeah. cable. Yeah. Mm. Weird. Maybe that that was related. Number two. Let's see some XNA stuff already. Oh yeah. There's a blast from the past. Yeah. yeah I don't which was like XNA. a student a student program allowing people like mm-hmm. like student homebrew devs gamers, on homebrew on guys Xbox. to, to oh, okay. publish stuff on Xbox Live. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. OK, that's ringing a bell. There's a few really good ones and mostly clunkers. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Number three, clean up behavior on Xbox Live. Yeah, still applies today. Still working on Mm -hmm. that one.
2: Guys, look at the blade menu. It's so good. Remember that menu?
0: Yeah. Yep. It can. Number four, don't sully the first party software stable. Hmm. I think so. It says, Microsoft published some sweet first-party games in 2007, Halo 3, Forza 2, PGR4, Blue Dragon, and Mass Effect, but it also backed some surprisingly prominent stinkers with Tenchu-Z, Fusion Frenzy 2, and Vampire Reign. So they were publishing oh, too many games back then. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, to, be, to yeah. be back in the 360 era. Yep. Number five, what happened to customization? I guess they sort of uh, dropped the customizable face plates idea pretty quickly. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Why? Those were everywhere.
0: They were all over the office. <laughs> they were, they were buried in their <laughs> office. Number six, quality control now and forever. Let us never see another red ring of death. Mm-hmm. They did eventually fix it. They did. They did. And they fixed mine. I remember the coffin very well. Uh, and just sort of like the news and rumors section, I guess for the fifth anniversary of Xbox Live Arcade, they gifted all users a copy of Carcassonne.
4: Oh, oh yeah. man, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I, I didn't love
0: either, but Carcassonne was great.
4: This, it was uh, great. That and Catan were both so good on XBLA.
1: This, this section, Inbox and the rumor mole. Spoiler, it was me. Oh, no.
4: Well.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can now reveal.
4: I like the rumor mole pun. Yeah, yeah. that's good
0: uh rock band was going to be in short supply for a while do you remember do you remember like music oh yeah music games being uh i guess it was like a supply chain issue back yes back then. And that was the
2: first time I, I mean obviously console launches were happening around that time like the weed were like really <clears> scarce <throat> but the rock band full bundle that was one that was really early it was like on amazon early and people could get you know the giant box delivered on amazon and and, and they went out of print really fast and, mm-hmm. It was a really fun time. That was a great, great uh, multiplayer fun party time when those games were popular. The
0: partnership between BioWare and LucasArts for well, they won't say exactly. In one of the most cryptic announcements ever, the companies failed to mention a title, platform, genre, release date, or any other pertinent information. Hell, they didn't even give us any hints. Fans suspect it's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game set in the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic universe.
3: And it I was. I mean, that was so Old <laughs>
0: Still around, right? Yep. Outsold the Xbox, outsold the PlayStation Three, and the homeland of Japan for one week. <laughs> we did it, you guys. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I wonder what caused that. And then Ryan, you reviewed a, t- a TV. This is Our last page here, you reviewed the Mitsubishi seventy-three inch ten eighty p HD TV. You gave it an eight point five.
4: That is a big TV, <laughs> especially a, for two thousand and eight.
0: Yeah, I think it costs. Uh, Cost thirty six hundred dollars.
1: Yep. Wow. Yeah that I remember when that like just physically getting those in the office was a chore. Like it yeah. was not an easy situation.
2: That's so funny. How big wait, how big was it? What was the Seventy Seventy three inches. That must have been the heaviest thing back then. <laughs> yeah. A DLP,
1: yeah. yeah. So it was it was not a thin panel, you know, it would have been yeah. at least yeah. like a good
4: That's foot, crazy. foot and a half deep. I also want to point out that the box underneath says HDTV Hotbox. Yep. <laughs> Some, someone snuck that one <laughs> through.
0: Well, my friends, there you have it. It's the January 2008 issue of OXM magazine, starring Ryan McCaffrey. And that brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Alex from Coos Bay, Oregon. How's
2: our record this year, Ben? Doing good? Mm-hmm.
0: I think we're doing great. You made it last week, right? I think so. So you're one yeah. for one. Yeah, the, the one
1: other time I was on, I guess it was in 2022, we did get it. So see. Uh,
0: see so so we're can... on a Ryan
2: streak and a 2023 <laughs> Yeah, if I can not drag us down. Okay. <clears throat> Those are good signs.
0: Well, let the questioning begin.
2: By the way, Justin's pixel screen today is so good.
0: Oh,
4: I finally back. decided... Well, I, just, I mean, yeah,
2: back. I... Had, I
4: plugged it in. It, it, that thing is really cool, but it's a little bit of a, it just has some setup stuff that I don't use it as often as I would it's like. So but I, I resolved, I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I'm going to try to like plug it in and use it more often this year. <laughs> Let me get my Good one, head okay. out of the way. I'm going the wrong way. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: is this oh, yeah. game from before 2000?
3: No. What, did this game appear on the Xbox 360? No. Ah. Mm. Uh, I was hoping there was a meta. Mm-hmm. Was this game released after 2010? No. Okay, so we're probably mm-hmm. going the wrong way here. Was this... Well, meta, did this come out on a, a disc-based medium? Yes. So not a Game Boy or arcade game, PC game, downloadable. So wait, So we know... We know the
4: ten years. We know two thousand to two thousand ten, yeah. and it's not a three sixty game. So, was this game released on
3: a Nintendo console? No,
1: that's fine. Okay, so yeah, PS two so, uh, uh, original
4: yeah. Xbox. I guess it could be original Xbox. Could it? Was this an sure exclusive
2: could. to a console? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well,
4: yeah, I hope we, it's Xbox. For was it
1: exclusive time. to the original Xbox? Yes. All right. Now oh. we're. Now we're
4: getting somewhere. It, I think it's, crim- it's Crimson Skies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it could be, I mean, there could be a lot of, there are so many great first and third party exclusives. I mean, stuff like Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, was that published
2: by Microsoft? No. Okay, was no, this game published was... by Microsoft?
1: No.
4: Ooh. Okay. So, all right. That eliminates so many.
1: That's, yeah, that does knock a lot of stuff out. Uh, where do I want to go with this? Was this game played from the third person perspective? Yes. Okay, was it so based on a I'm license? starting to. I'm starting to like. I'm thinking Splinter Cell maybe. Uh,
2: could be. Could be there. Oh, there's the Tom Clancy license problem with us too. Was it based on a
0: license? We, no. we just asked that, didn't we? Oh, wait. Yes, it was played from a third person perspective. Okay. Yes.
2: So it's not Riddick or Clancy. I mean, but it also well,
1: wait. It's not published by Microsoft, so that eliminates stuff like Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon. As sort of. Let's see here. I don't uh, think
2: those were published by Square.
4: Oh, but those are 360 games.
1: Oh right, sorry. Oh, yeah. so early, <laughs> early 360. Gotta get my head back
3: um, in the game here. So it, it could be a rare game. They would have published Microsoft would have published all of those.
4: Did they publish Crimson Skies? Could it really be Crimson Skies? <laughs> I Microsoft don't remember. published Crimson Skies. It was.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. OK, OK, yeah. OK.
2: Was there a Panzer Dragoon? Mm, yes. There's yeah, Panzer uh, Dragoon yeah, you've
1: got Orta. Panzer. You've got um, Jet it's Set like Radio. Uh, yeah. You have Shen- Shenmue 2. Yes.
4: Yeah, let's ask if it's a Sega game. There's that Sega to Xbox pipeline in that era. Yeah.
2: Is this a Sega game? No. Oh. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> are there smaller games like i i know geometry wars wasn't on that system but there were there things like that
4: not really uh, in, the,
2: in the original xbox era not so much was this game published about- by ubisoft no okay so we're scratching them off too what about like a burnout style game or um or even you know any driving game where they're like you know, rock games that were exclusive to the platform.
1: Uh, boy, yeah, exclusive racing game. I mean, not that weren't published by Microsoft. Yeah,
4: it's a little it, bit odd. There weren't that many, just because the PS2 was the market leader. Like, there wasn't that many Xbox exclusives that weren't Microsoft games. There's a few, you know, or Sega. Well, he games. said,
1: like, yeah, there are definitely some, but um,
2: like Doom Three, but that's a first person game. Did, oh, would yeah. it help so, to know if it's a Japanese developer? Because if it's like Capcom or something. Yeah.
4: Wait, what was the first person, third person? What was the answer it's to that? It's third
2: person. Okay. Exclusive original Xbox game.
4: What was the Square Enix, the the beat down, the fighting, the brawl, fighting in the streets game that they released? <laughs> that was bad. Was oh. that them?
2: What about Ninja Gaiden? Oh, that's oh, a that, great
4: one. It's
1: yeah, probably Ninja that, Gaiden. That's, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't know what just published
2: it. If there's a brawler that's from Square,
4: I don't know what it is. It's probably not. It's probably a. I can't remember the name of it. And B, it's probably Ninja Gaiden.
2: Is it a Japanese developed game?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, uh, let's 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 look at it this way. It's possible for a Japanese person to. Make a game outside of Japan. Yes. Okay. So here's where my mind goes. I'm not saying tone down the question.
4: I'm not saying this is what it is, but where my mind goes is that the Final Fantasy creator um lived in Hawaii and made games in Hawaii for a long time.
2: Well, but like Mistwalker, like whatever their first game was, that was 360. Yeah. yeah. What about Team Ninja? Where where did they end up? They're they're in
1: Japan. Yeah,
2: or or are
1: really
0: they <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dead or alive that's also but,
1: but this but now the, that weird damon answer
0: yeah if maybe it's ask, like i mean
1: oh
2: yeah dead or if alive. you're asking me
0: is the developer based in japan i can answer that question for you i think it's probably tecmo right should we just ask
2: well
1: does this count as another question if Yes. He didn't answer that one. I
0: once. haven't answered that well, one. So.
2: How many questions do we have?
0: You have uh, <laughs> seven questions and a guest left. Oh, we're doing great. Okay. Yeah, is the developer. Is the
4: development company based? Japanese based? No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why did we're you just do that? Tecmo. <laughs> no, so yeah, that
1: rules out Tecmo.
4: That's such a weird answer. Does that mean that like there's some famous like Japanese name that got hired for a non-Japanese company to make some Xbox game?
2: That that happens totally. That that
4: does that. That's the implication. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That is certainly the implication. Oh, oh! now I'm racking
4: my brain of who like what publisher, what like. I mean, what was I don't know what like Platinum was up to. I can't I have no idea. Well,
1: but that's. They made everything in Japan. Uh, yeah, you know, it was like yeah. um togi is a great that is an ex, original Xbox exclusive played from the third person. I did think about that's Otogi. all that's all based built out of Japan. Did Mark Cerny
2: the- work on anything? That guy goes between countries all the time, <laughs> not for Microsoft. <laughs> Gosh, this is we could ask more about the game, like if it's a violent game or if it's a rated M game or if it's, you know, like, do you play as a human that, that type of stuff yeah so I,
4: it would be helpful to me to know if the game had like multiplayer like i'm trying to i like i associate the original xbox with like the original xbox live what
1: wait a minute is, hold, hold on made, hold like, on f- uh what about see, it's too early for dead rising but what about inafune like with um mm. what is he up to at that point but he i, I guess he still would have been making making man games
2: yeah, that and and he still was in Japan, I think, at that point. Because
0: what's like up, Dead I don't Rising? Know anything
2: about uh, Fusion Frenzy? Like, what's that game? That was Xbox, like published, published by right? Microsoft. It is. Yeah.
4: yeah. Um. Well, yeah, go ahead, was, Justin.
1: If you want to do one of your uh, one of the other know. ones that you were talking about to narrow in.
4: I don't. Well, but we know it's not a. I guess we don't. We know it's not a Japanese studio, so it's like I assumed it was Tecmo, but like it's not. So it's not like. You know, it was like, I don't know, like Yuji Naka left Sega, like, but I don't know. Does this game have sequels? No. Oh, boy. So, an exclusive one-off.
3: Third person. Original Xbox exclusive. Not developed in Japan. but but seemingly from a like it japanese might not be a director runoff.
2: it might be the end of a series too but that's unlikely that's true that is a good point man i'm going to kill my i
1: gonna. i'm going to be mad at myself when when i if we don't get so, be, so just
2: mention every series so we can get it out of the way we can ask the question did we mention this already <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, do you want to ask more about the game? Like, uh, do you play as a human like that kind of question? I'm trying to think of other publishers like I'm trying to run through
1: there were a lot more publishers back then.
4: Was that like, I think it's good to know if you play as a human because there was a few, I mean, I know it's not Conquer because that's Xbox published, but there was Blinks. <laughs> there was Blinks the Time Sweeper. That's true.
1: Uh, but that was published by Microsoft and that was OK. Yeah.
4: Oh, it might be good. Like it'd be helpful for me to know if the game's good or like you know good or not. To get good reviews, did the game did the game get good reviews? Yes, that's fifteen. Okay. Oh, all right. That really makes me feel like we should know
2: it. Yep. It's gonna be like one of those games we just saw in the magazine, like Army of Two, which you've just forgotten about forever. Yeah, I mean that was a prototype game, but no, I know it's just like, <laughs> they're just so forgotten.
4: It's not Ninja Gaiden, because that was Tecmo. Or like, I mean, there's or, like, there's or Dead or Alive. I, the The game
1: Sneakers just popped into my head, but that's that's uh was not a great game. That did not get good reviews. Sneakers you played as a mouse.
4: What was it? it was Capcom that made that giant mech game with like the two hundred dollar mech controller? Oh, Steel right?
1: Battalion. But that's a first person game. That you're. It's good
3: thinking though. Right. Good thinking. What about? uh It can't be. It can't be Project Gotham Racing because
4: Microsoft published those. Correct. Have we mentioned oh. the series yet?
2: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to be out of ideas here because I just don't. I never owned that. system. And we know and I don't it's, really know
1: it's not Ubisoft. Uh,
3: one we-
4: off. So there was there was in addition to there being like a Sega to uh, to Xbox pipeline, like Xbox got PC. Game, like, do we do we know if this game also appeared on PC? Because it could be like Morrowind, you know, or like there were other like there was a yeah. code uh, K- KOTOR. Yeah, although that's lic- that's licensed, but um, something like that.
2: Neither were directed by a Japanese developer. What's but yeah, the you wh- What's the game yeah. that kind of pre What's the From game that kind of predated Dark Souls? Was, wasn't that like an Xbox game? Oh, they made Kingsfield. Kingsfield. They made um
4: and the other one, oh my god, it's right on Maybe the top of my Maybe those were just
3: PS2
2: games. I can't remember what's
1: Oh, well, on. They're, like there were Armored Core, but there's uh, Armored Core?
4: But that was That's part, of, part a of a series. I don't understand the Japan connection, but like the original fable was, you know, an Xbox
1: exclusive. Published by Microsoft. Uh, uh, published yeah. by Microsoft. Um,
3: could there be sports or racing? Ga- yeah, like, Sudecki was sports. published by Microsoft. Also didn't get know. great reviews. Uh, Can we uh, ask use. the human question? We just go got to wrap this up
1: at this point. Yeah, go for it.
0: Yeah. yeah, do you play as a human in this game? Yes. Well, boring. Two questions. <sighs> Two questions and a guess left.
2: <clears throat> was there a Shinobi on Xbox?
1: No. There, there was Ninja Gaiden and Otogi, which we've already talked about.
3: <sighs> what was Cap- Did Capcom even make a game for the Xbox? That's a good question. Well, what about Konami? Did either of those companies even make games? Konami had... Uh,
1: there was, well, there was the really bad 360 game, uh, Bomberman Act Zero. But you can argue that Bomberman's not a human. I don't know what that Bomberman is. That game is so <laughs> funny. The realistic one? Yeah, it's real bad. It's, I reviewed it. It's, it's extremely <laughs> terrible. I forgot about
2: that. Oh, man. Um. Let's see Tim Schafer stuff. Psychonauts is on multiple systems. Uh,
1: not, I mean Tim Schafer's. I don't think he's uh, he has any Japanese heritage that I'm aware yeah, of. Yeah, but
2: he might have somebody on his team or something. Like, I don't know. I'm so th- I'm so thrown off by the
4: game not being developed in Japan because like, oh, it's like there's actually Malice. a lot of. Like, what about
1: like you guys remember Malice?
4: No, no. Did no. they get good reviews? I just
1: don't. I, I don't know if there's a Japanese developer connection because Oh, that's true. It also got bad reviews here, so right? We can we can scratch that.
4: There's a there's Dino Crisis 3. I really wanted to get this one. I don't think we're gonna get it. Uh, Did
2: you ask a multiplayer question?
1: No, we didn't actually do that.
4: Is this game uh like well known and remembered for its multiplayer? Um well is that like a notable- is it a notable part of the game? Yes.
0: There is a notable okay. multiplayer part of the game. <laughs> what?
3: Okay. Well, it's got to be a sports game. So, okay, if
1: multiplayer, I mean, I know it could be before Xbox Live, but if you go, like, the original Ghost Recon, but, again, I don't think there's a Japanese connection there at all. Yeah, agreed. There's, and, but but the, and that also eliminates, like,
4: Jade Mech Assault's pretty good. Whoa, Mech Assault,
1: do you play as a human? But that Microsoft published that. Or is and it's in Ubisoft. We already ruled out. I'm trying to think of some of the other. How do we rule out Ubisoft? I had asked. asked. Did Ubisoft publish this game? Okay, it was no.
4: There was a, and then that eliminates again. I don't understand the connection with Japan, but like it's not Jade Empire. It's not any of those. You know, the fact that it has prominent multiplayer.
3: Right. Right. You don't think it's Jade Empire? No multiplayer. You know of?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I um, every boring multiplayer. What about like? I think
4: Microsoft
1: Microsoft published Jade Empire. They didn't publish Kotor. Mm. Were there any
3: little puzzle games that you had head to heads <laughs> in, like Zuma? You played as a person.
4: What about? Uh, I
0: I
1: think I Wait, might have it. Nope. I, I was gonna say I, my, one of my favorite cult classics, Breakdown, but I believe. Uh, I believe that was developed. It was Namco, but I think that was. I mean, it's because it's definitely it's a Japanese game. I think it was developed in Japan.
4: You want to talk about cult classics? What about Phantom
3: Phantom Dust?
1: Yeah. But Microsoft published that, as I recall. Are you (laughs) sure? Just
3: just deep cuts here. We're not
2: getting any answers.
1: Dude, yeah. So I wish it would have been Breakdown, but that's a first person (laughs) game.
4: Uh, Uh, how sure i mean i trust you you know xbox better than me but like i feel like phantom dust is ticking like every single box except if microsoft published it it can't be that
1: not 100 percent confident that microsoft published that game but phantom dust
4: it's so cool dude it's like this it's like this third person dueling game it's like an action game but your actions are cards that like you draw from a deck Mm -hmm. and then it's like if you have a fireball or whatever you have at your disposal publish that and then Just, it came back. They brought it back. They did the they did the HD port and well,
2: it can't be it.
4: Yeah, I. Well, but it didn't get a sequel.
2: Oh, HD remake. But it's I think
4: I think Microsoft probably did publish it.
2: I think they did. But I mean, that's I
1: you're so close. I feel like.
4: Does this game have this this game feature cards in some way? It's got you, card based gameplay. Yeah, Is have, this it? You have a question. You have one question and oh, a guess. Yeah, oh, God. Okay. Well, OK, hold on. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't, unless we have a better guess. No, go for
3: it. Go for it. Yes. Is it Phantom Dust? (laughs) Yes. Ah! (laughs) Nice job, Justin.
0: Amazing. That
2: was amazing.
0: Developed by Microsoft Studios, but published by Majesco. What
2: What? What the Ah!
1: fuck? That's so weird. You know what it was? Is the... The uh, remake, not the remaster, but remember they were gonna yeah. do a yeah. proper yeah. new one. And got that canceled. threw me off because that was announced like that was gonna be a Microsoft thing. So
4: yeah, I, did that ever yeah, happen? Did that get canceled? canceled? Threw me off. Did the, did that remake like they demoed it at E3 and stuff? Is it still coming or did it no, come out no, or did it, it, it get canceled? canceled? The remake is canceled. Oh, that was that makes that me was so sad.
1: <laughs> that was during like the real painful Xbox One years when like. Microsoft Game Studios kept stepping on rake after rake and couldn't yeah. do
2: anything right. This the character design is so goofy. This is this
4: footage is not doing the game justice, I have to say. <laughs> So you said
2: it's like a dual game.
4: Yeah, it's like it's a little bit hard to describe. It's basically like two characters running around, fighting each other, casting spells and attacking each other. But your attacks and the moves that you have at your disposal, you you set, you go into battle with like a deck of cards, like you build a deck of cards and then you draw them at random and that's what you have at your disposal.
0: So this was a play by Microsoft to gain traction in Japan. So they brought in the director of Panzer Dragoon to design Mm. and produce the
2: game. Oh, cool.
0: Well, that's
1: yeah. a that's a heck of a submission by uh, whichever listener.
2: Yeah. Who, who picked this game? Who picked Alex. this game?
0: Alex from Coos Bay, Oregon. It says it's one of his Unbelievable games.
2: Unbelievable pick. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I, but we I, knew, I knew Justin was aware of it and was a fan. And I assumed uh, Brian was.
4: I, it's a little bit embarrassing. Like, I actually really like Phantom Dust um, and played, you know, played it a lot. I have a real soft spot for it. So I should have got there sooner. But whatever. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, we made it. But I, I imagine Microsoft must not have been super confident that it would hit in the West, so they let Majesco publish it here. That's so bizarre that they had a game
4: console and then yep. let someone else bring out one of their own games.
0: <laughs> yes, in the West, yeah. Wow. Well, nicely job, everyone. Thank you for the suggestion, Alex. Viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for a video game, 20 questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you to both Sam and Justin. Thank you to Jobert, working behind the scenes to make this episode possible. Nice. My name is Damon, and this is IGN Game GameSoup, and we're at.
3: Knocking futs is it? Right. <laughs> is
4: it not always a pleasure when Sam and I are on the show? Just Ryan It is, it is. but you guys, you guys, it's you guys know.